0: Welcome to My Newfound Obsession, a podcast about the things we've become obsessed with and all of the things we've bought because of our latest obsession. We'll tell you if it was a waste of money or if it was totally worth it. My name is Clark, and in this episode, Kevin returns to talk about something that a lot more people are doing now while quarantined at home, which is playing video games. And we also get into the rise of esports and how one game might just bring the world together. Hey, Kevin, how's it going?
1: Hi, Clark. It's been a while.
0: It has been a while since you last been on the podcast, but I'm glad you're here right now.
1: I know. How How are you doing?
0: I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah? uh, you know, like trying to keep myself busy at home. I'm sure you've heard some of the episodes we've done with Kosa, and he's been busy baking and doing all these other things um, i know he's been keeping living busy I... yeah yeah living the domesticated life <laughs> <laughs> but how about you what have you been doing while you're stuck at home for the last what is it like a month or two now that we've been living this way oh man i've been just trying to keep busy like the first thing when
1: this all started um Luckily, when this all started, my wife bought me a guitar, mm-hmm. so that that was a thing for a bit, and like and,
0: learning to play the guitar.
1: Oh yeah, okay. I mean, okay. I was I was really into it. Nice. And then now it's kind of uh, into back into video games. It's been a while okay. since I've been playing video games, but. I've been playing video games and building computers. Mm. Um, That's pretty much what I've been doing the past few weeks.
0: Oh, that's interesting because I know like I've read articles and gaming is on the rise, especially during this COVID period because, you know, uh, what else can you do at home uh, other than watch Netflix and then video games is kind of a natural extension of that, I guess. Um, Oh, big time. Big time!
1: (laughs) They're the heroes of 2020 is is the gamers that are staying at home and doing social distancing.
0: We we owe a lot to those gamers. Oh yeah, the true <laughs> heroes. But you know, I can argue that they weren't going out anyways before COVID too. So yeah, but it, it don't matter. <laughs> heroes
1: heroes don't do it for the glory, you know. <laughs> so they've been they've been heroes all along. We just didn't know it.
0: Okay, so I guess <laughs> um I guess you were inspired by those heroes, and then now you're gaming yourself. Uh, I don't know if others know this about you, but uh, you mentioned before to me that you were. Kind of semi-pro, right? Like in the gaming, um, in in the gaming community.
1: Oh yeah, I mean anything competitive. I'm a very competitive person. Yeah. So I, I've done a lot of competitive uh, gaming.
0: Mm-hmm. So
1: the first one is StarCraft Two. That one was the most recent one, where I climbed up quite high on that game, and I actually was sponsored and making money playing that game as well. Wow. Um, uh, prior to that, I was. Guild leader of the number one guild in a game called Guild Wars. And I was invited to a million dollar tournament for that. What? Okay. Um, I done a lot of card games and won tournaments for card games. And (laughs) so just anything competitive. I mean, I was really into sports as well. So just, it's just my outlet for competition. Mm. And video games has always been an easy way that I could have competition in my life all throughout the day you know sports is one of those like you got to get people together or you have to go to the gym or something sure but video games you could just hop on anytime so yeah uh i was bored and i wanted competition and so (laughs) i was searching for a new game Mm -hmm. and then a new game came into my life
0: okay so what is it
1: it's called valorant Uh, it was made by riot gaming it's the creators of yeah, the creators of League of Legends.
0: Okay, I've heard of that, but um, I'm not sure others, some of our listeners have. That's one of the bigger bigger games? What, what, what do you call those?
1: Man, if you haven't heard of League <laughs> of Legends, you've been living under a rock, okay? Because uh, <laughs> that game, I mean, even non-gamers know about League of Legends. It's kind of like Pokemon. Like, everyone
0: knows what Come Pokemon on, really? is. really? Right. Yeah, oh, Pokemon, yeah. for sure. That's, that's part of culture, man, but League of Legends, you think so?
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. (laughs) Okay,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, League of Legends, uh, a small indie game that was purchased Mm. by a major, major Chinese corporation. Uh, Mm -hmm. I mean, a multi-billion dollar Chinese corporation released three games all at once. And their newest addition to their game lineup is a game called Valorant, a first-person shooter uh, game.
0: Right. Yep. Okay, so like, is it already... Well, how new is it?
1: It's it's very new. Uh it came out in open beta um sometimes in it was like mid mid April. So it's been mm. less than a, less than a month now.
0: Okay. When you say open beta, what does that mean exactly?
1: Sorry, I meant closed beta. But what closed beta is is the game is not officially released. Right. Right? So what they do is they select a handful of people but in this case, it was a large sum of people mm. to come test out their game. Okay. Now they do this because they're saying, "Hey, look, the game is not officially released. We're just allowing a lot of people to come play our game, test it out, uh, and see if we could, you know, fix any kinks or any uh, bugs that we might have missed." Got it. And you could you could get to see the game, enjoy the game. Yeah. And we will officially and uh, release the game when it's fully developed. And in Riot's case, they said they're going to fully, fully release this game in in the summer. So anytime mm. soon, anytime now. Yeah.
0: Okay. So, what are your first thoughts of the game? I guess I assume that you already had access to it.
1: Yeah, it's it's a wonderful game. So it's a game that really really similar to my childhood game. So the game that I've played the most uh, in my entire life was is a game called Counter-Strike. Right. And it's a game that came out when I was in middle school. So I've been playing that game since I was 13 years old. Mm-hmm. Now, they remade this Counter-Strike about three, four times, right? So there's mm-hmm. been three or four editions of Counter-Strike. And I just about played all of them. I mean, Counter-Strike is still a big hit now. It's actually uh, a bigger hit now than it has been ever and how Mm -hmm. long has that been now since 13 so it's been about like 17 years right this game has been out
0: for well why is that
1: i don't know more people are just getting into it i guess Uh, Uh, i actually really don't know the story behind that
0: though maybe it's the gaming culture is just growing like leaps and bounds
1: yeah that's probably one one major reason why for
0: sure okay anyway um, um
1: I mean like just the other day just a side note uh, just the other day i was i was just curious how much these professional gamers make now right, right? The, since the last time i was making money playing video games it's it's been a long time mm-hmm. so it's been about what five years now six years okay so this was prior to all the twitch streaming and stuff like that but I, i'm like looking at these salaries right the okay. average league of legends professional salary is $300,000. That's their wow. salary. That That is not including their Twitch revenue. That is not including their YouTube channels. Yeah, that yeah. is not including their personal sponsorship. That is just a team paying their player. I mean, this is turning into a legitimate sport, mm. right? Like, if you compare that to, like, basketball, NBA, of course, it's not... It's not gonna be as comparable, but, I mean, we're... Uh, let's do... make. To make that comparison, an NBA player has to travel, right? Right. Uh, I mean, these guys are just sitting in their homes. And actually, a lot of these have team homes, so they don't even have to pay for rent or anything, right? They don't have to pay for internet or anything. So (laughs) $300,000, it's insane.
0: And they only occasionally go travel when they go to those major, massive tournaments that sell out stadiums, right?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, and they do do that uh, frequently, but not as... Not as much as an NBA player. Right. And the funny thing was what made me do all of this research was because I was looking into this new gaming organization called 100 Thieves. Okay. And I heard rumors that Justin Bieber and Drake were the uh, <laughs> the, the people who sponsored, I mean, the, put right. the money down to create that team. And it's, it's crazy. Their organization has like a $50 million studio. Um, it just looks insane in Los Angeles. Yeah.
0: So. Well, first it's of all, is that was that was that true that Drake it and is. Bieber? The, um, so have a stake in I
1: it? don't know about I don't know about Justin Bieber, but I do know Drake has a stake in it. Okay. Okay.
0: That's interesting. Yeah. So, why yeah. did you first of all, before we go into Valorant, which is a game that you're really into right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Why did you quit the first time?
1: Well, professional gaming was not something that is actually enjoyable. It, there's a lot of just like in anything in the professional world, there's a lot of politics. But okay. when you're dealing with politics, dealing with politics in that world is was way worse. And, and when I was playing, we were making barely any money, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of pressure to win. Right to win it all. It was right. either it's either win or go home and make nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. Nowadays, if you're a professional gamer, you could not win and still make revenue by doing YouTube and Twitch. Right, right. Uh, which really was not an option uh, when, when, when I was started, doing it. Right. Yeah. And okay. And it, it was just a very tiring life. I mean, right. I was playing 14, 15 hours a day. Uh, so I decided to change life, uh, <laughs> go in a different direction, and right. went back to school.
0: Yeah. So that being said, I guess the whole thing with COVID really drew you back into it because, you know, you're... Um, out of options on what else to what else you can do at home is that is that the story
1: no i mean it's not like i quit gaming altogether. i was <laughs> okay. doing it a little bit here and there um and it's not like i'm back full full swinging trying to go back into a professional gaming it's at my age it's pretty difficult i mean a lot of people could argue age doesn't matter but i do feel like it does really matter <laughs> um imagine like michael jordan trying to go back into the professional league right now it's just not i'm not comparing myself to michael jordan now
0: (laughs) wow kevin that is uh, unbelievable you made that comp that is (laughs) i
1: just realized what i said (laughs) and how people can take it
0: (laughs) kevin is the michael jordan of gaming and uh yeah sure you you just it was you're just taking a hiatus like michael jordan did when he tried baseball right is that the story
1: uh, I'm just comparing myself <laughs> in age. Okay,
0: okay. <laughs> but I mean, that's kind of funny, though, because, yeah, like it takes a toll on you and it's kind of... Um, for some people, it might be amusing that you're comparing gamers to athletes, but it's kind of the same mentality, right?
1: 100%. I mean, I, just give it 10 years and you're going to see a lot more of this uh, esports mm-hmm. in ESPN. It's going to be sure. a lot more accepted. I, I wouldn't be surprised if... I mean there were already talks about bringing League of Legends into uh the the not the World Cup but the Olympics, right? Mm.
0: Oh wow, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, so I mean I wouldn't be surprised if this is it becomes a national sport for many many cultures. I mean it's already worldwide, right? yeah. yeah. And it's for I sure. think it's more worldwide than any sport could possibly be. I and believe it. There, and i think there will be there's more money in gaming as well so mm. in esports i think it's going to be it's just going to get bigger and bigger
0: yeah no, know I, th- I find this discussion fascinating actually the the evolution of esports and the growth of esports and you know from everything i hear it's it's just going to get bigger but uh Talking about gaming, um, the reason why we wanted to talk was uh, your involvement with the game Valorant. And maybe we should get into a bit uh, in case people want to pick up something new. Um, What is it that you like about the game?
1: Oh, yeah. So (laughs) we kind of went off topic there. But I was comparing this game to Counter-Strike because that's if if any of the listeners out there has ever played Counter-Strike, it is very, very similar to it where it it's not your typical first-person shooter gamer mm-hmm. it's a game where the riot has categorized as quote hardcore right okay. and well what does that mean yeah it's considered hardcore because it's violent no no actually um, it's not violent uh, they actually it, it doesn't have like you could turn off the blood and all of that uh, one of the mm. uh, one of the issues with Well, we could go back into that. But yeah, it's just because you could get a headshot and then one headshot would just kill you immediately. So it's kind of like you're walking around and then boom, you're dead. Mm -hmm. Um, As opposed to a lot of the other first-person shooters where you have like armor and it takes time and all of that to die. Yeah. But uh, what Riot did is they were like, okay, so let's look at a very popular first person shooter mm-hmm. and let's see why it wasn't more popular, right? Mm. Counter Strike would have been a lot more popular. One of the main reasons why it was not a big esport like League of Legends mm-hmm. um, is because the media could not per- uh, show it. And it was actually banned in many countries. Mm. Uh, like China uh, had Counter-Strike banned it for a while because Counter-Strike had... The theme of Counter-Strike was terrorists versus mm. counter-terrorists. Right, right. And it had real gun models. The, I mean, these are real gun models, like the sure. AK-47, yeah. the M4A1, the Deagle. Like, these are real gun models with real gun sounds. Yeah. And the terrorists are planning bombs and the counter-terrorists are defusing bombs. Right. And, and because of that, it it... It's too close to reality, exactly. And what Riot did is this: is took that game, reskinned everything to make it really cartoony.
0: Mm.
1: And uh, they no longer count it counter terrorists and terrorists; they call it attacker and defenders. And the bomb is not called a bomb; it's called a spike. Right. (laughs) So there, there are very, very a lot of similarities. I mean, the game is different, but yeah definitely you know where they got their inspirations from
0: okay that's really interesting um besides uh besides some of those obvious differences how about the gameplay is it similar or is it uh, better i mean that's that's
1: completely subjective mm. <laughs> so i can't say I, I enjoy it i don't know if it's better um, but the game is still very new but if there's anyone out there that's looking into um, playing this game i would first recommend youtubing it or watching a lot of streamers on twitch right um and it is it is a very, very popular game. At one point, there was 1.5 million people watching uh, people play this game on Twitch. Just just let that sink in real quick. That's pretty 1.5 million people yeah. watching
0: one single game, right? <laughs> right? It's crazy. So are you on Twitch? Have you played it for the people?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I streamed on Twitch for a little bit, but uh, right now I am no longer streaming at the moment.
0: Okay. It's kind of like work, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's it's a different experience when you have a webcam on you, right. and <laughs> you have to you have to talk to your
0: audience, entertain it's, them while playing. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's not like I had a big audience to begin
0: with. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure your wife was watching.
1: Oh no, she's she's not. She's she's doing her own thing. She's playing a game called Animal Crossing. <laughs>
0: okay. Well, have I you heard th- of that? No, but it sounds uh, less intense.
1: <laughs> That's a game that. Uh, It's catching. I mean, it's 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 a huge it's a huge game. It's really really popular right now. Probably the top two games right now during the COVID Mm nineteen is probably uh, in terms of like sheer popularity is probably Valorant and
0: and Animal Crossing. (laughs) Okay, maybe that's another episode, eh? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll bring her on as a guest. Okay, I was gonna ask you what your wife thought about you going back into gaming, but uh, looks like she's uh, sort of a gamer herself.
1: i guess so yeah Yeah.
0: (laughs) okay uh anything else you want to talk about valorant or anything else Uh, i guess it's closed beta still so people will have to wait till the summer but until then they can just uh watch other people play
1: yeah i mean uh you could still get into the closed beta right so i don't want to list out all the steps here but just to break it down a little bit you just go to valorant on the website Mm -hmm. it'll have um, you just Google Valorant game, yeah. and the very first link should take you to the game uh, website, and they'll show you all the steps that you need to follow to get a account. The account, if chosen uh, for closed beta, is completely free. Mm-hmm. You have to just create a Riot account and watch a Twitch streamer that has beta drops enabled, mm-hmm. which means, which means they just pick people at random, right? The people who are watching the stream right. to get. Free beta keys. um Okay. During the first day of trying this, it was really hard, but it it is a lot easier now than it was. So, just about all my friends who tried to get one got one.
0: Okay. I feel like you need to be a gamer to understand the last uh, thirty seconds of what you said, but I'm sure people will figure it out if they really want to.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Cool. You should join me. You should uh, join me. No, in I, I'm in this not... gaming room. I suck at first shooter games, man.
1: <laughs> Do you play any games at all? Sports games?
0: Sure. Uh, I used to be. Um, I'm a EA sports kind of guy, you know? The NHL oh, okay. series and uh, what else They FIFA, right? Okay, but, the 2K. Yeah, but but that's about it. Yeah, none of the shooter yeah. games. I'm, I, I played it once. Remember, uh, I think one of the Nintendo systems had the James Bond. What was that? GoldenEye?
1: Oh, man right Oh man, yeah the golden eye on the nintendo 64 is it
0: 64 yeah and i sucked yeah. and then i'm like i don't want to play this people that know <laughs> me know me people that know me uh will understand why i'm you know i'm just a sore loser <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, man, we have very different personalities when i lose i enjoy it because <laughs> i know all i can do is get better that's mm. seriously a huge personality trait on me yeah. I, I mean i actually enjoy losing as long as i'm not enjoying for too, uh, losing sure. for too long but i enjoy losing because i'm like okay now it's time it's time for me to get better and <laughs> yeah. destroy the destroy the person who beat me
0: you know what that is a much healthier and more positive attitude maybe i can learn a few things from you after all
1: uh, that's where half of my addiction stem from though so i don't know if it's, <laughs> okay. a, it's a good uh, personality trait
0: cool well uh, last thing i wanted to ask you you mentioned that uh, this was kind of like counter-strike and uh, you're Korean. I'm Korean, and uh, I feel like Koreans have an advantage in Counter Strike. We're just naturally gifted at it, except me, apparently. But you—you um, you can be—you uh, don't have to be Korean to be good at this game, to be good at Valorant, right?
1: Honestly, the <laughs> whole Koreans being just naturally better at video games is one hundred percent false. The okay. reason why. Koreans do get good at games, um, like League of Legends and all of that. Is yeah. because of our culture. Uh, the culture there had accepted video games a lot earlier than the mm. Western society, so they already had a heads up on that. And also for team-oriented games, they were a lot more organized and they had right. a lot more money, uh, already contributing into video game professionals, mm. right? Just give it 10 years and Korea is no longer going to be the top of the top in in uh, in these video games, especially in a game like Counter-Strike where Koreans were actually not, nowhere close to number one because it was not in that culture, mm-hmm. right? Koreans, the Koreans' culture only accepted like two games, really, StarCraft and League of Legends. So oh, I'm okay. very, very excited to see Valorant because I think this will be the first game to first first-person shooter game to just break all barriers. I feel like China is going to get involved. <laughs> yeah. Korea is going to get involved. Uh, I mean, Counter-Strike is a prim- uh, predominantly European game. I mean, like, the top players are all in Europe, right? Wow. So fr- France and Sweden, yeah. those were all the countries that usually wins, like, first place. Yeah. So I'm excited to see what uh, the Asian society has to bring to a game like... Valorant
0: Wow. okay it's gonna be Valorant that brings this world together
1: Uh, yeah
0: I think so (laughs) okay I think so too (laughs) all right thanks Kevin for uh you know educating us on esports and Valorant and uh yeah maybe I'll go check it out
1: oh no problem I could talk about this for hours
0: (laughs) but we won't okay (laughs)
1: all right talk to you later all right bye-bye bye
0: Thanks so much for listening to My newfound Obsession, and we hope you subscribe to our podcast to hear more about our latest obsessions. And if you're interested in checking out any of the products we've mentioned in this episode, we made it real easy for you to find on our website at mynewfoundobsession.com. Till next time, take care.